When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's 7.54 right now, six minutes until uh, 8 o'clock. It's not warm. It's only, did it pop up at all? I think it popped up to like 13 degrees, I believe. Uh, high today, about 30, though, so we'll see how that goes. Um, the broad reach of the Tom Bernard Show already, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for that. Uh, like I said, you, your reaction to the show has been amazing. Thank you so much for that. And here's a little proof of that. Because <laughs> we were teasing Dawn mm-hmm. from my pillow. Yeah. Uh, about 15 minutes ago. Hey, nut job. Gary just called me and said you were talking about me. <laughs> so Dawn's husband, Gary, was listening to this show. And so she calls me. Isn't it nice to know that one of your great advertisers calls you a nut job? Isn't that good? It's a good sign. I think we're doing really something is. right or something wrong. I'm not sure. Could be horrible. Could You're be right. absolute disaster. We'll get back Ooh, to I you. I love absolutely. We will. Absolutely. <laughs> but thank you, Gary, for ratting me out. I really appreciate it. There's no question. But I still try to think, what the hell she called in about last time? What was it again? Something about shoving something up. Remember that when she called into the show? Yeah. The first week it was on? Yeah. What the hell was she calling about? We were just talking. No, there was something specific she brought up that was quite interesting. Oh, it had something to do with Dick. Dick in your ear or something like that? Well, oh, you said something. Oh, no, 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 no. There was some, oh, yeah. Oh, you were talking about a brand, about putting something in your nose, and it was oh, Vicks, yes. but you kept saying dicks, and so you're like, so I just put these, so the idea that she had this visual of dicks in her, <laughs> your two dicks in your nose, plural, <laughs> um, we were laughing about that all week. Um, you're right. Yeah, that I completely forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. That was a roller coaster of a story, let me tell you. Me, it really was. It was, I was all no over clue the place. where that was going. Yeah. yeah, it was. Tom had a cold, and we had a listener call in, and there was a miscommunication that ended <laughs> in hilarity. Hilarity with Dawn from my pillow. That's all I'm saying. The new face of attraction, dating.com, shares surprising data on physical preferences. Um, did you... Did, I mean, I suppose we all do have physical preferences, but did you know you had them before you ended up with whom you ended up? I thought I had a different physical preference than what I ended up with. Like, what was the big difference? So I lean towards nerdy and skinny, and I ended up with a guy. He's very smart. My husband's very smart, but he's like, like, like bulky. He's like 
has shoulders and like works out. And I just, I just, for some reason, I, I loved being with skinny guys for the longest time. And then all of a sudden ended up with like kind of a muscly guy. Mm. Well, see, that's a good thing. I guess. Don't you think? I mean, I think he's hot, but I, when he first walked up when we were dating, I was like, I'm not going to like you. I'm not, I have no interest in you. You remind me of all the guys I was deployed with, and I can tell you I'm not going to like you. Like, he walked up, and he had a golden retriever, and I was like, okay, generic much. And then Oh, I, my God. Then I fell madly in love with the golden retriever, and eventually Justin as well. <laughs> <laughs> he, he came on suddenly. Yep. Uh, well, that, hey, that works. Whatever works. But yeah, that that preference. Uh, I don't know. It was more about personality. Obviously, you know, Catherine's a beautiful woman. There's uh-huh. no doubt about that, and all the rest of it. But it was her attitude that I fell in love with first. And did you know you were gonna end up with somebody who was gonna put you in your place, kind of feet girl or woman? Or did yes. you, you you knew that? Okay. I knew that because again, my mother and my two older sisters ran the show when yeah. I was growing up, so I always answered to women. Yeah. And I love the fact that Catherine will defend me to the death and at the same time think I'm a massive pain in the ass. Yeah, she's so funny because she, uh, if, if you're in the, you know, where she trusts you, she'll, she has no problem being like, oh, what did he do now? You know, if I'm calling her about something. <laughs> but I know for a fact, if I wasn't in like the inner circle, if I was to call and be like, your husband, she'd be like, shut the hell up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I don't, she's not going to allow some shit talking, but she has no problem. She has no problem. Doing it to me. Yeah, no, not at all. Love that woman. There's no question about it. So, the new face of attraction. So, I, again, uh, it was her personality. The fact she basically told me to go f myself the first time I ever met her. That that really attracted me to her. And she, you know, it's it's not that I didn't notice she was very pretty and all the rest of it. That's not what it was. But it was her personality more than anything else that I just I thought, my God. I'd love to have this woman tell me to F off for the rest of my life. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Good thing. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Dating.com, part of Social Discovery Group, the company behind over 40 online dating sites, has released the results of a uh, groundbreaking survey that upends traditional notions of physical attraction. According to the survey, baldness and short stature are now the preferred traits when it comes to finding a partner. Uh, so how do they know? Uh, how would they know that? They check in on every bald short man? I guess they're t- they did a big survey, um, and they seem to be raking it up. <laughs> I guess. Just beating the women off with a stick. They can't walk outside. <laughs> they're knee-deep in it, AJ. Indeed. <laughs> now, they don't, I don't see it so far what they consider to be a short guy. Yeah, what is the height of a short king? And, and also, Rudy needs to be told that he is a commodity right now. Yeah, he's like 5'6", and he talks about being 5'6", but isn't the average height of an American man like 5'8", or 9", something like that? That's fine out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, one thing you do forget about in Minnesota, Minnesotans are some of the tallest people in the United States. Oh, yeah. I we mean, are Viking-esque, for we sure. Are, yes. A lot of Scandinavians. I told you I got in an elevator, went well, on a business call, and I got in an elevator, and there was a guy in there. He's blonde, and he's about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, maybe, really tall. And he, we were just kind of standing there on the elevator. I said, excuse me, sir, but do you mind if I ask where, you, where you're from? And I knew it. He looks over and he goes, I'm from Sweden. 
<laughs> like, well, I'm from Minnesota. A lot of, oh, he goes, lots of Scandinavians are in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this guy's a giant. He's got that, he's got that uh, accent. Yeah. Just a really, really nice guy. But, but it's true. Minnesotans, uh, to this day, I believe, are the tallest people in America. Wouldn't you say, who else would be? I don't know. I mean, we are we are tall folk, but it's funny how, and I've I found this out for this what this month of being around mostly males on this show is that you guys are very tuned into height. You guys are really very, yes, like Rudy, and maybe because Rudy is kind of you know identifies. He always talks about he's short, and he just he he really lives in it in a positive way, um, but like. I'll hear you all the time, Tom, be like, oh, yeah, how tall is he? Or, you know, okay, well, how tall are you? And, oh, this guy was this height. Like, I never think about that with women. Hmm. No, I suppose not. Well, and I think maybe one of the things about that, and, and you know, I, I just lost him a couple of months ago. But you, you've met Andy Fisher before, haven't you? Yes, yes. I, I thought so. Andy Fisher was my, my dearest friend. Matter of fact, my son Andy is named after Andy Fisher. That's where, where the name Andy came from. But uh, I will tell you, and, I, and I've told Rudy this, as a matter of fact, that Andy Fisher, a lovely man, just giving, he would do anything for you. Uh, he was five foot seven, weighed about 155, 160 pounds, and was the toughest bitch I've ever met. Uh, in his case, size did not matter. Attitude is what mattered, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I have a great admiration for people. I, 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 why would I give a rat's ass how much you weigh, how tall you are, or any of that stuff? I why would I care? I don't think you care like in a, like a conscious way where you're like, I like you less or more. I think there's this weird obsession with, like, could I take you in a fight? Like, that's my thought around, like... But that's everybody. I Agreed. Yeah. agreed I could take everybody in a fight. Why would I even <laughs> focus on that? I don't know what it is. It's so funny, though, but you're definitely... I think most males have this weird, like, extra observation about other males. Or not other males, but, like, people's heights. They just okay, do. well, I'll tell you why. Hmm. And I, there is a reason that did happen later on in life. Okay. And I didn't know about it until later on in life. But I, I did not know that people who just meet me think my presence is scary. Yeah. Why do they? You know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I've lost an inch and a half in height. I'm nowhere near as big as I used to be. My my muscles kind of all just went away. Oh, it's un- not about anything physical. Even the way that you oh, asked why oh. is insane that you have why? to ask. Why? Tell me why. <laughs> tell why me do people, now. Tell me. Brittany, right now. Tell me why. Like but I, some people say yeah. it's a physical thing, and other people say it's an attitude thing. Oh, it's a thousand percent your voice, the way you carry yourself, you, uh, and, and you are really warm. Um, but if people come in, and we deal with this in this business a lot with uh, egos, if people come in with a big ego or like, let me tell you what to do or mm-hmm. I think I'm better, like, you are, you close down. And it's so funny to watch you in person. AJ, <laughs> you got to come back in April when Tom's in studio because his body language is so hilarious when somebody walks in who's an asshole tom will just kind of close down you can tell he like turns his body away from him he'll act very into whatever he's doing and then the big tell is when that person's talking he will do this like 
face rub, like covering his whole face of like, <laughs> it's like, he's like trying to meditate, you know, like. He's trying to keep calm, like, keep oh, calm, but he wants. Up. I, I want you to shut up I so bad. I just want this guy to get out of here. And it's so funny. Like, I die over it. Thank you for pointing out my shortcomings. No, I really appreciate not it. Not a problem. I get paid extra for that. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I see, and I did not know that until the last few years. I had no idea people thought that. Yeah, but it's fine. I don't. I don't know if it's like you're somebody that if people want to know by reputation, fine. Like fine, you know, or whatever yeah, fake yeah, reputation, no, whatever. Right. Like let them let them have it. I don't know. Um, that's not that's not your problem to deal with. Well, I just always th- when I first started hearing that a few years ago, I always thought because it wasn't really explained to me what what that was all about. And I always thought to myself, I can take them over to the old neighborhood and show them some really scary sons of bitches if they'd like that. <laughs> See, just even that response. That's a crazy person response why? right there. Like, it, why? What does that even mean? Why do you know? They decided they're scared of you. You can't be like, well, let me show you real fear. What? I don't want anybody to be afraid of me. What the hell do I need with that? I don't think it's so bad. As somebody who has nobody fearing them, I don't think it's so bad. I'm going to call her today and go, Jenny, it's Bernard. What do you think? <laughs> I don't think you can scare Jenny. I don't no, think. No, I don't. Jenny cannot be scared. <laughs> I think, I think she's right. fine. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she deals with all sorts. Can you even imagine all oh. the pe- like the 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 personalities that she has to deal with on a daily yeah, basis? True. Uh, back to the story quickly here. It's the season of the bald short king, said uh, Maria Sullivan, dating expert and vice president of dating.com. On a more serious note, many daters are still solving uh, uh, solving for the loneliness. What the hell does that mean? It's like solving for X. Solving for X? Yeah, so it's like a, it's a silly, like, uh, you got to be solving for X, so solving for loneliness, like. Solving what? Solving the, their, they, the, how to find a mate. Very, I'm sorry, but it's very poorly written. That's well, all I'm I doing. don't know why. I think I want to fight you today. I just go, you know what? <laughs> I just go after just, Shut just, up, Tom. I like you, but man, I want to fight you. It'll slug me right in the mush. <laughs> uh, on a more serious note, many daters are still solving for the loneliness they experienced in uh, lockdown or isolation from their peers. For these singles, traditionally attractive physical attributes have given way to endearing and supportive characteristics that make them feel seen and feel heard. Well, I can understand that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it, it's interesting why they think that bald short men are, are, are the one. Maybe bald short men. I know, I know some bald short men. Mm. They tend to be very nice people. That's true, right? Check in on them because they could be exhausted from slaying it. That's true. If if you want to kind of get the better situation on why they're more attracted to bald short men, um, I'm looking at the article now. Skip all the bullet points and go to the last quote there, Tom. Okay, the very last quote at the bottom here. Uh, oh my God, there are tips all the way down. You mean? Oh, about sorry, social... no. Um, in, in, it starts with in general, daters feel blank. Right after... Oh, there you go. Okay, I got that. Here we go. Thank you. In general, daters feel less intimidated to initiate the next move or to simply be themselves with people who are less traditionally attractive and more real, continues Sullivan. Ultimately, singles are more comfortable with and more likely to develop a meaningful relationship connection with someone who puts their genuine personality on display regardless of their physical appearance. Well, I would agree with that. That's what, that's what attracted me to Catherine. Yeah. It was no bullshit. It's just, I am who I am if you don't like it tough. I love that about her. Yeah. 
But you guys are like that too, aren't you? Yeah, I I mean, I think it's funny because it's like that um, it is more, it feels more comfortable to approach somebody you think is obtainable than like somebody who posts these insanely like gorgeous photos. You feel a little bit like, well, I'm about to be rejected. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. You know it's coming. Yeah. I suppose. God, there's some weird stories you sent over this morning. What the hell? What's going on? Are people just, they're waiting for spring to come, so they're getting really edgy and weird? Yeah, I think that's it. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I'm going to forward this uh, Short King uh, article to Rudy so he knows that he's, in, he's in season. Rudy. Yeah. And you said he's five, oh, yeah. Rudy's 5'6"? Yeah. yeah, is that how he's, I don't even know. He's not, it's funny because, like, he's brought up his height, but he's that, don't tell him this, but, like, he's got so much confidence and, like, attitude, and he's hilarious. I mean, he does stand-up and all these things. I do not feel bad for this guy at all. I bet you on dating apps he is killing it. You know what's weird about that hmm. is that I was talking talking to him about another guy, and I said, oh, that little prick, right? Yeah. And he said, well, have you ever noticed how tall I I said, no. I had no idea how tall he was. I just wasn't paying attention. He's not even that short. He's just like makes no, jo- he's just a comedian, time. so he makes fun of himself all the time oh, yeah. and like touches no, in true. on that. But yeah, he's. I've got like friends who think he is the hottest thing ever. I have a friend who's like like a gorgeous friend who is actually like matched with him on dating profiles and is irate because like he never messaged her back. Like. That guy, he's fine. We're not going to feel sorry for him, okay? No, no, no. There'll be no sorrow. No. No, sorry. No. That's all there is to it. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, I love this story. Man uses tracking device to find stolen luggage. Another man wearing his clothes at Atlanta airport. So not only did he steal his luggage, he opened it and put his clothes on. That's so crazy. That's insane. Atlanta police have arrested a man accused of stealing luggage from people at the airport. Police say Craig Nelson. Oh, I loved him. What was it, Craig T. Nelson? What was the name of that great show he did? Oh. Was the Minnesota Screaming Eagles or whatever. Remember, he was, he was supposed to be the head football coach at Mankato State University. Oh, yeah. Remember uh, the coach? It was called coach. Coach, yes, yes. I remember that show was, like, always on TV. <laughs> loved that show. I did. I loved that show. This is not Craig T. Nelson. This is just Craig Nelson was arrested and charged him with theft by uh, taking unlawful removal of baggage and criminal trespass. Uh, police found him using technology left in one of the bags. Jamil Reed, recalled the moment he returned back to Atlanta for, from Los Angeles, met the man he said took his luggage, this guy. So he stole my luggage. I had about $3,000 worth of stuff in there. Reed said uh, his journey started hours before when he landed. I'm going to baggage claim and all that. I'm trying to look for my luggage. I'm standing there for 30 minutes or so, and I'm not seeing it. That's when Reed realized his luggage was gone, so he decided to check his tracking device. Eventually, uh, I pulled out my phone, so I have an air tag in my luggage. After, after I had seen that it was not in the airport, it was actually in Grady. Now, is Grady in, is that in Georgia, Grady, Georgia? Uh-huh. Is that what they're talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah, I believe so. Really. This is out of Atlanta, I believe. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Um, so in any case, Reed uh, said he saw, uh, 
He then saw the AirTag heading back to Hartsfield-Jackson. Yes, there you go. He contacted airport security, pulled out his phone, and followed the tracking device. It led him right to the suspect. That's when he confronted the thief. The silver one here, I have a tracking device in it, and I tracked it to you, and you have my shirt on. (laughs) Jesus, that's weird. I mean, that's just weird, don't you think? Oh, that's desperate. I've got a clip it's of him desperate. actually talking to the news. Do you want to hear his reaction to it? Loved. Now, this is the th- the thief or the guy who got stolen from? This is the guy whose clothes got stolen. Okay, good. I'm going to baggage claim and all that. I'm trying to look for my luggage. I'm standing there for like 30-some minutes or so, not seeing it. Eventually, I pull my phone out because I have an air tag in my luggage. After I seen that, it was not in the airport. It was actually in... Grady, this silver one right here, I have a tracking device in here, and I tracked it here to you. And you have my shirt on. That's insane. My shirt and my jeans. <laughs> Imagine showing up, and this guy is wearing not only your shirt, but your, your pants That's as well. That's just wild. And, and I love that he, he's like, is confronting the, the, the thief, like right there. He's like, no, no, it's not, these are my clothes. He goes, no, I, those, that's my shirt and my jeans. That's all my stuff. So I'm assuming the guy, the thief, must have looked for somebody about his same size, bringing their luggage up to it and checking it in. I mean, because you wouldn't just steal luggage and start putting on. How do you know that? It can't, be, it can't be, though, checking in because that would be in a different city. So it's like, I bet you this guy just steals luggage all the time. Probably does. Just gets that like first spot when it rolls out of the like the tunnel and then just like picks it up and all right, sweet, luck of the draw. And then like either sells or whatever mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know, just gets rid of it because you have to be stealing it on a regular basis to hit the fact that you caught somebody your same size. That is yeah. How lucky would that be? It'd be you know what? I could never steal somebody's luggage and have anything fit. It just I couldn't do it. And you know why that is? Because huh. I'm built like a monkey. Yeah, that's. I was going to say that. <laughs> well, an ape, actually. More ape-like than monkey-like. Oh, okay. Do you know anybody else who has 37-inch arms and 30-inch legs? I saw one at Como Zoo the other day. <laughs> Did he have my hat on? Oh, yeah. Yes. Honestly, yep. I was confused. Why was he wearing a hat? Oh, AJ. Well, I mean, you want to talk, and my best friend in the world, you know, like I said, Andy Fisher was, was my best friend and unfortunately lost him, but my best friend in the world, Kendall Norberg, uh, the reason that he and I became true, he's like a great, great friend, he's my best friend now, right? And he always has been one of my best friends anyway, but he and I met and we're about the, um, pretty much the same size, the whole deal. And I find out after, you know, being ape-like my whole life, I walk into his office, and there behind him was a gift from his uh, co-workers. It's a picture of a silverback ape. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the same short legs and long arms. It's, it's a weird deal, I will tell you that. And the major problem you got is when you try to put your hand in your own pocket, you miss it by about a foot. Because your arms are too long. Isn't that a weird deal? What is Now, where does that... Why did... My ancestors developed very long arms and very short legs. Um, for I don't I don't know reaching for I, I don't know what do you think? AP behavior. I mean, I was gonna say AP behavior, but sure, I knew that. 
Should I read a comment or two from that uh, I stole your clothes and tried them on at the airport? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, please. Marsha said, I have been to one airport where there was a security person who stood at luggage claim and made sure that everyone who took a piece of luggage had a luggage uh, baggage claim ticket for it. At the time, I thought it was annoying, but I can see now it can be useful, unfortunately, uh, if the airports are like that. Yeah, I mean, you have to have security. Every- don't, you have- don't you think you have to have security everywhere now or everything's just going to disappear? I mean, there is a sense of panic. I always feel like we have to get to baggage claim right away to, like, watch. Mm-hmm. But, like, how would that even go, right? Like, you confront them. Like, that's my bag. And then is there anyone that can do anything? I... Yeah, I, like, if I'm the person confronting the thief who's wearing my clothes, like... <laughs> You can there keep you those. Can I just have the rest back? <laughs> yeah. Like, it depends yeah. how what day we're on. Yes, that's that's like, true. Has there been a whole workout in my leggings? <laughs> then I don't need them. Those are dead to me. I don't remember those sweat stains on my t-shirts. Yeah. Yes. You got sweat stains in the pits, and then you got the ass crack stain. That's phenomenal. Yeah, skid marks on That'd the back side of the jeans. Don't want that. The good no. thing though is at least it's dirty clothes. Like usually you come no. back from vacation with a bunch of dirty clothes. So oh, was that what the answer? It was dirty clothes. I would hope so, right? Like at least, I mean, who's doing laundry on vacay? Yeah. Oh, he was coming back. I thought he was coming back. I thought he was going on vacation, so he's coming back from vacation. I, I hope so, because that'd be terrible to have somebody steal it on the way to vacation. David says huh. uh, that used to SOP at all airports. What the hell does that mean? Standard SOP. operating practice. Standard operation procedure? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, our practice. Operating practice? Yeah. Uh, luggage claim was fenced in, and you had to exit uh, in just a couple of places, and they had someone there to check your receipt. And you had to have one cost-saving move. Yeah, we've, we understaff everything, and now people know they can get away with tons of stuff because there's nobody there watching them. Isn't that wonderful about I? You could leave your luggage sitting in the middle of nowhere with no one around, and I would never think of taking your luggage. I couldn't care less. Oh, my God, I barely want mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Oh, my God, we got to take a break because Channel 5's Chris Eggert is up next. At the new Tom Bernard Morning Show, we're pretty low-key. We talk in regular voices. Well, except for Tom's, which is all like, You're a disaster. But we don't get all hypey and stuff. However, we are doing a contest called Pick Your Prize. You could win $10,000 worth of yard machines from Tri-State Bobcat. $10,000 worth of machines. It's pretty hard not to get excited about $10,000 worth of lawn machines, including a zero-turn mower, a walk-behind mower, snowblower, string trimmer, leaf blower, chainsaw, and more. Or a $10,000 Cub Foods gift card. And all you have to do is register on the Tom Bernard Show app, which you already have, right? Well, if not, download it. No big deal. Then register. Every time you open the app between now and March 31st, you'll be entered in the $10,000 Pick Your Prize contest. That's it. Download the Tom Bernard Show app. It's free, and it's in your app store. Win $10,000 worth of yard machines from Tri-State Bobcat, a $10,000 cup gift card, and so much more. See it all on the Tom Bernard Show app. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. 
These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old-school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A $1,000 Tom Bernard App Contest winner, Nick Bachman of West St. Paul, won 1000 bucks. Tom Bernard App Contest. Nick won $1,000 for downloading the Tom Bernard App and registering. Right now, if you get the app and register, you will be in for the $10,000 Pick Your Prize drawing at the end of March, which is only two days away. The weather. Today, sunny and cold with a high of 30. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold with a low of 16. Then uh, tomorrow, cloudy with mixed rain and snow developing, a high of 40. Friday, mixed rain and snow during the day, changing to snow at night. Again, a high of 40. But then Saturday and Sunday looking really good. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 40. And Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 51. So you got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which we can get through. But Saturday and Sunday, the weekend looks really, really good. i got to check and make sure that I give you an accurate temperature because you know how that goes. It's changing. If I give you the wrong temperature, I'll have to pay the price. Yeah, it's 13 degrees. I thought that's what it was. It's 13 degrees right now. Not going to be great today. It's going to be, you know, sunny. But, well, 30's not bad, though. Would you consider 30 to be cold? No, I'll take 30. I, I'm yeah. in the mind frame of if it's 35, I go on a walk. If it's under 35, I won't. So there, I'll take 30. Well, I certainly understand that 100%. Oh, God, I just got a text message from Bilski. This can't be good. Oh, no. All it says is... Not me, and then a laughing so hard they're crying emoji. Huh. What does he mean by that? Bilski. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, Jude, want, Jude wants to come in the studio. Oh, let him in. He's in charge. Well, Jude, are you in charge? You can come in, Judy. Uh, <laughs> Here he comes. It was so funny last night. After kissing my wife goodnight, he gets all pissed off and starts begging for pets. Yeah. Well, that was hilarious. Yeah, you... Judy. Pete is going to reach out to us because he keeps telling us that you haven't been giving him his love and attention. So <laughs> problematic. Pete? Yeah. Which Pete? No, Peta. Oh, Peta. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Pete. I'm like, who the hell there is Pete? There could be a Pete in the group. I'm sure there is. Pete Frisch is going to call you and bury you. That's what I'm just telling you. Pete from Peta. 
Pete from Pete <laughs> works for me. How about Chris from For Christ's Sake? Yep. Eager. <laughs> How I you like doing, Pete Pally? from PETA. That would be a really smart idea for PETA to have their spokesperson be Pete, right? Like, I agree, Pete from PETA. <laughs> What's happening, man? Nothing. I, I Listen, I know you guys share a lot about your lives on the family podcast, but I'm here mm-hmm. for there being like kind of like being the Osbournes and being like a televised thing where you've got cameras around going around your guys's life i would i would watch that tom I- i'm i'm here for you that. know what they're going to give us our own youtube channel so that's going to be rather interesting sweet i have to be on camera which means i actually have to comb my hair for the first time in 52 years but then everyone will be able to see your beautiful blue eyes <laughs> oh well thank you thank you very much great to be here that's all i have to say uh, any huge things happen locally in the news? Because the national news has been very kind of weird. This, I mean, it's good. Don't, don't get me wrong. Some interesting stories like parenting expert says there's one phrase every parent. Oh, do you know this one? One phrase that every parent should use on their kid. Do you know what it is, Chris? <laughs> Shut your goddamn mouth. Oh, see, that's what I, see, see. You guys are such liars. <laughs> it must be both of your goddamn blue eyes. Just... Lies, just pools of lies. It's not a lie. No, you're, you're My supposed son can attest to that. No, I don't know what it is, Bob. Shut your goddamn. I've heard that before as a child. I will be honest with you. I don't. Is it hard to believe that I used to run my mouth a lot when I was a little boy? Shocking. Shock of the century. I found that pretty much anyone who gravitates toward this business has yeah. had at some point in their backgrounds a problem with authority and or, you know, being told to be quiet. Uh, very quickly, I've told the story on the on the old outfit before. But uh, I, I learned that. How old are you when you go, uh, you go to confession to get ready to go to that first Holy Communion? Is that second grade? I don't Is that know. about right? Yeah. Sure. I think it's second or third grade, one of those, something like that. So the priest was coming and he was talking about this, that, and the other thing, and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't mean it in a negative way. I just thought it was obvious. The priest said, you have to remember one thing. When you're in the confessional, you may think you're talking to me, but you're not. You're actually talking to a conduit to God. And I said, no, I'm not. He did not like that at all. <laughs> no, I bet he didn't. <laughs> he did not care for some little eight-year-old kid telling him, you're full of shit. That's did he whack you? He didn't hit me, but he was not happy with your boy, I'll tell you that. And then I learned, hey, if I can get this much reaction, I'm going to piss everybody off for the rest of my life. Right? Uh, it, uh, get all that attention. Well, uh, listen, you've made a very nice life for yourself because of that. So, Father... Francis, whatever his name is, thank you for that. <laughs> I like that interaction. Yeah, I mean, he, he he didn't like it much, but then eventually he came around and went, "Ah, what the hell, kid? You get your own opinion too." So that's good. That was a good thing. Uh, any big news in in the uh, metropolitan area, the state of Minnesota, the five state area? Any anything really big going on? There was a, a big fire last night down by the Ooh. downtown St. Paul Airport. Um, it turned out that it was a a fairly small excavating company um, and nobody was hurt, but the, f- the fire was huge. And because it's down there by the downtown airport, 
people could see it for miles and miles around. Just think of where that is geographically there, um, right down there by the river. So, uh, but we just found out a couple minutes ago that nobody was hurt. So that, Good. that, that Good. was a big story that we had this morning. And, and also, uh, as there is snow in the forecast, as you just mentioned a couple minutes ago, uh, they're lifting the winter parking restrictions in Minneapolis and St. Paul. So no more of that odd, even business. Oh, sure. Which is a super pain in the butt for anybody who has to deal with that. So those are a couple of the big things we had today. Now, what was the, and I think it was the original name. I'm not certain about this, but what was the, to me, in my lifetime, the original name of that St. Paul airport? Nobody knows. You guys are too young to know this, aren't you? Good question. I don't know. You ready? When I was a kid, that was called Wool Chamberlain Field. Hmm. What do you think of that? I thought it was a very classy name, Wool Chamberlain. That sounds like we're really important. Yeah, it does. (laughs) There's no doubt. I don't know who Wool Chamberlain was or if that was two people or what what it was. I never did know what that was, but he must have done something wrong because they took his name off the airport several years ago. Long time ago, actually. First, I thought you said Wilt Chamberlain Field. Yeah, Wilt Chamberlain. Cool. You don't even need any stairs to get in the airplane. You just pull it, pull yourself up right. and get on because you're so tall. Right. And, you know, what's interesting about that is when I first heard that as a little boy, I thought they said Wilt Chamberlain, too. I did. I remember that. So we have that in common. So that's probably a good thing, right? Yeah, well, I'm kind of deaf, too. So maybe there's that. Deaf. What do you mean you're de- you're not deaf, are you? Oh God, yes, for sure. Like, because uh, you know, you guys know in this bu- in your business, you got headphones on all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, television, we have this stupid little earpiece thingy in our ear, and so I've had one of these in this ear or this ear for like twenty five years now. Right, and I crank right. the thing way up, so I'm definitely deaf. Like I you could ask any of my ask Megan my my partner i'm like asking her to repeat stuff all the time which is sad but i already have glasses i'm already missing a leg i'm not going the hearing aid route i'm sorry i'm not gonna do it you like, draw a line I, i'm just gonna be deaf like that's the way that's gonna be get some bad news for you pal. how old are you now i'm 49 Okay, in about another five, ten years, you're not going to like this because I went through it and it's still there. I don't even notice it anymore unless somebody brings it up. My ears ring 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I I, always have ringing in my ears. I'm sorry to hear that. I've had that probably for about six years now. Oh, you Um, have already? Yeah, yeah. Uh, In fact, it was... It, it, the audiologist said it was, I mean, he blamed it point blank on having the stupid uh, earpiece in my ear. Every sure. Day. I mean, yep. what are you going to do? It's a living. I sure as heck can't do anything else. Yeah, I've been wearing headphones now, whether it was in, when I was in a band or on the radio or whatever. Yeah, my entire life since I was 11, 12 years old. So, But I, I will tell you the good news is, unless somebody brings it up, you don't even notice it's happening anymore. It just, all of a sudden, it's just part of you and you don't even notice your ears are ringing anymore. Sure. Um, Brittany, AJ, do you guys have the, the ear ringing thing? I have terrible hearing from this and the military. I just have bad hearing. So you're right. Like, I think the biggest problem is I always feel for, bad for my husband because it's constantly, what? Say that again? Louder? <laughs> like, it's constantly. <laughs> yeah. 
So my hearing is not great. Mine's, I think, still pretty good. I know, like, when, my parents will watch TV so loud. I'm like, that is so yeah. incredibly loud. And they're like, I, we can barely hear it. We need to turn it up still. So I feel like I'm in a good place. Um, I try not to, like, turn up my car stereo too loud on the way home or anything like that. Um, just because I know I, I, if I want to do this, I feel like I kind of need my ears. So, Yeah, that, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, you won't even notice. Don't even worry about Don't it. Don't even I'll just, worry okay, I'll just crack it up it. on the way home and have some fun. How else do you um, express your anger and frustration with things going on in your life other than having the music on really loud as you're on the way uh, to and from? Oh, you know, like anybody, I'll write an angry letter, throw it out. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Never send Dear it. Tom, I cannot handle this treatment anymore. Why don't you go and beep, 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 Chris, what Get are they? I, this might be a dumb question, but give us a little bit of inside news here. What are they like? Do they talk to you while you're talking on the radio? Like, what are they tell? What are they telling you in your little earpiece? We're hearing stuff all the time. We're we're getting. Um, time cues, the producer's talking to us about we've got X amount of seconds left before we hit a commercial break. Um, they're telling us if there's a story that we were having up, uh, coming up that gets dropped. Um, if there's like actual breaking news happening, they could be like telling us in our ear what's happening and what we're going to be seeing to kind of help push us in the right direction because the the producer kind of acts as the go-between between the director, who's the person responsible for putting the stuff up on the screen uh-huh. that you see during a during a, a news broadcast. Then the producer's there sort of as a go-between saying, all right, well, maybe telling the director, you know, take this shot at Chopper 5. It's over the fire, you know, at, in downtown St. Paul. And then at that point, the producer will be communicating to us, Hey, uh, Chris and Megan, we've got the chopper. It's going to be up over, uh, up over the fire at the downtown airport in about 15 seconds. So if you guys can stretch 15 seconds, and then we'll be able to take that. So and there's all there's a lot of communication that goes on. Too much, actually, in my opinion. And but. so you have to say your lines, like you have to read your lines while all this is being said in your ear. Well. Like in a breaking news situation, we're probably not reading lines at that point. We're probably ad-libbing and kind of going back and forth from each other. So a lot of times that helps. Uh, and the producer will try to talk to one of the anchors while the other one is talking. Okay. So that way that way they're not talking while you're talking. But it does happen plenty where like you're, you're talking and somebody's in your ear going, uh, we don't have that video. Uh, move on to the next thing or whatever it might be. Damn. So when you're when you're watching the news and you hear somebody uh, maybe pause for a second or stumble for a second or whatever, it could very well be that like someone's telling them something at yeah. that moment. And it's it's nine times out of ten you'll never notice it, but I mean it, it definitely happens. I get I get tripped up every once in a while when when that happens, and I've been doing this for quite a while, so it happens. Damn, I would. I, I didn't know you were doing it for a while. How long have you been doing it? Um, well, <laughs> twenty-five years. <laughs> what? Uh, and we also hear all the commercials like cranked up too. Uh, so every, oh, do you? Every every ailment commercial, and there seem to be a lot of psoriasis commercials on these days. So I can probably recite. 
every psoriasis commercial and then get into the side effects too. Um, (laughs) What? Yeah, you know, and they've got the commercial and then it's like the blah, 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 blah. And then the voice comes on and may cause irritable bowel syndrome. And like we can pretty much recite all the side effects too, which is, you know, a a skill we have. Yeah, useful. (laughs) You know what I love about radio? And in this case, digital radio podcasting. The two things that have been thrown out so far was Brittany didn't make it in because she had to poop. And the first time Chris gets to use irritable bowel syndrome, he does. I love that. Yeah, I was just picking up on the the Brittany uh, bathroom break thing on the old social media here. This mm, thank you, I'm thank sorry you. I yes, it's trendy. It's trending. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I I don't know why Tom felt necessary on Monday instead of just saying my kiddo was sick. He just said Brittany's pooping all day, and I had to hear that from like I don't know twenty people. Like, hey, I hope everything's okay, and everyone was very sincere about it, which made it worse. <laughs> They're like, hey, I, we, I've had a day like that as well. I'm like, well, I haven't, okay? Like, God bless you, but what? Ooh, Pooping all day? Like, that's, uh, that's good. Yeah, okay, that? that makes sense now because I was like, I thought I saw a GoFundMe to help you with your <laughs> a, five, a 5K this summer that we're gonna, yeah, yeah. rally for my. Yeah, the 5K, irritable, irritable bowel syndrome 5K. Thank you. I, pre- I appreciate thoughts and run prayers. To stop the runs. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. I have actual friends that are nice to me, and then I hang out with you guys all day. I cannot. What? I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Oh. Thank you very much. I have a question for you guys. Something just happened. I put my foot down, and I felt something under my foot. I pick it up. Uh, it's about the size of a big grape. It's oh. round. It's a black little foam. Fo- it's not foam, but it's a it, it's a bouncing. Like I said, it's about... I don't know. Like I said, it's about the size of a grape. And it's, it. I don't know what the hell it is. It says rad on it. What the hell is that? Is it Jude's? R-A-D is what it's, uh, no, because Jude could swallow this. I'm glad I found it so he doesn't choke on it. But what the hell, what is this? It's, it's Do, black. Does anybody, it's, bla, it's black. Uh, I don't know. I suppose oh, it's some kind of rubber. They're uh, massage balls. I bet you, uh, you can oh. use them for like joints or hands or feet. You can. <laughs> Chris' eyes lit up. Whoa, I don't need to think. We need to be going into all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say just before you said that, Chris. Oh, it must be my wife's. But now that you said that, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I'm going to stop. But so, yes. Oh, so. Make your hands feel better, so you rub it in your hand. Oh, yeah, that They're does like feel pretty good. trigger points, so you yeah. put pressure on them. Some people always put those exactly, like, under their feet, on their arches. Um, I can see that. Yeah. It's not as exciting as one would think. <sighs> Life never is, is it? Mm. Right? That's weird. And you're not the user of said <laughs> massager, Tom? No, it's got to be Catherine. Yeah, I've never even seen this before. I didn't even know she had it, but but uh, I'm glad I stepped on it because it hurt like a sunbitch when I stepped on it with bare feet. But at least I found it for my lovely wife, so that's nice, isn't it? Uh-huh. And keep it away from that dog. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, oh, the dog would have choked to death on that bad boy. i got to read this to you because this is actually very inventive, and I don't know how she got away with it. Um, how, she, how she didn't get away with it is what I meant to say, of course. A woman hollowed out a loaf of bread 
Now, why she was going to a concert, why would she hollow out a loaf of bread to go to a take into a concert with her? Alcohol. Good move. It's amazing how creative we'll get to avoid paying for overpriced booze. A woman in Australia named Alexandria Funnel, or Funnel maybe, Funnel. is going That's viral. After, is it Funnel <laughs> or Funnel? I don't know, but if it was Funnel, that would just be funny given the subject of the story. That's true, Funnel, and you're boozing it up like a madwoman. Uh, going, uh, going viral after she posted a video from Bon, uh, bon Iver concert this month. She and her friend didn't want to wait in line at the bar and overpay for drinks, so she brought a loaf. Of, she bought a loaf of bread, sourdough bread, of course, hollowed it out, and hit a bottle of wine in the loaf of bread. There's a photo of it actually, and she's literally pouring wine out of a loaf of bread because you. Oh, you can see the very. No, you can't see the tip of the bottle. The wine is just coming out of the loaf of bread. <laughs> That's pretty oh, interesting. Dang, I'm surprised at a Bon Iver concert that they would even let you bring in a big loaf of bread. Like, that seems problematic. Or it doesn't because that's like kind of a, yeah, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, bring your sandwiches. You Do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like you think it's free to be you and me kind of feel. Yeah, I see, I see yeah. your little, I see your little. Yeah. I yeah like, oh, throwing. no, if you've got some bread to share, please do so. <laughs> just share? So, like, just chunks of bread are being passed out? Maybe <laughs> you could say it's like a gluten allergy and it's gluten-free. What? A, that's super weird. And you got to assume that that lady, like, had probably tested that before to see if it would be a a worthy vessel for yeah. her wine. And, that is so weird. Well, because is it true on all concerts now you have to do the clear bag thing? Like, is that pretty much every concert you have to do? I know that's most a lot of events. I, well, that's funny you bring that I, up because um, one of our stories we had this morning is that uh, Target Field is doing away with some of its more um, – you know, you see the metal detectors there and there's a process of walking through it and everything, um, including that whole clear bag thing that uh, they're installing some artificial intelligence there that can figure out what's in people's bags so they don't have to go through that process, mm. which I thought was super creepy. And yet, I mean, I, I guess that's AI being used for something useful, right? Yeah. That's true. Now, I have a question for you. Is, is it Bon Iver? Bon Iver, yep. I thought it was Bon Iver. I've been saying that for really? my entire lifetime. Yeah, it's Bon Iver. Yeah. What, listen, Bon Iver? Listen to the current for 15 seconds, and there'll be a Bon Iver reference. It's like <laughs> it's like the current just changes, <laughs> changes station to just the Bon Iver station. Am I right? I mean, well, he does two duets with Taylor Swift. And uh, rumor has it, so she's been doing different songs as her encore every concert. Rumor has it, he's coming back from his European uh, tour on, his, on her Minneapolis dates, is that she, she, he might come to her concert in Minneapolis. So, hmm. so grab the, who is the sourdough? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, get to your loaf of sourdough. So what's this guy's deal? Bon Iver, what, where is he from? I don't. He's got a very unique voice. Oh yeah. Uh, off the after this before. It's like. Oh, it's not that. I it's hope. very oh, resonating. God. I I like him. I think he's good. But yeah, I do. T- I I do too. If I'm in the right mood, mood, mood for it. Yeah. It's kind of. I would say. I don't want to say like Bob Dylan-y, but it's that unique of a voice, and he kind of it. It's a lot of like acoustic stuff, 
and sings in a falsetto quite a bit too. It's you got to be in the he right. Does mood. yeah. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try do to do it, it Chris. <laughs> you have to. You have I'm to. Thinking of some of those songs where it's like rah, 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 rah. like there really like, reaches some really high notes and. Bon Iver, ladies and gentlemen, as in bon voyage to Chris Eggert because he has to go back to work. Listen, after that crappy singing that I just did, you should definitely <laughs> kick me off the show, right? Now. I'm not kicking you off the show. You have to leave at 845 for your other I- duties. I'll turn in my resignation again. Oh, right God, you are <laughs> so, I love drama, Chris. I'm not. Drama. You are drama, drama, Chris. All right, I'm going to go get a loaf of bread, y'all. Thanks for that idea, Tom. Thanks a lot. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert, one of my favorite people in the world. He's such a great guy. I love he him. Was he was gone, wasn't he? He Yes, he's totally gone. Yeah. He's, Good. He Good. is so funny. I just, I love that guy. At all. Oh, I like this. You sent me a message, AJ. Yeah, I was trying to give you some heads up on stuff behind the scenes, but nothing like a on-air production meeting. No, I mean, because I was off the air for about two minutes there again. Yeah, just, yeah, I went had to, away. I had some issues, uh, tech side of things. Like you said, brand new show. We're about a month in here, and uh, yeah. stu- stuff sometimes goes not the smoothest. So I got a message saying, "Hey, Tom's having some connection issues. I wanted to strengthen that back up." And uh, I figured while Chris was rambling and singing, I would uh, <laughs> go ahead and get rambling. Your, yeah, and you know, talking about loaves and bread. No, it worked out just fine. Actually. I'm not worried about that. Look, I've been in radio for my whole life. I am kind of used to mistakes, not mistakes, but things happening like that. Radio is just like that. You've known, well, TV, have you seen all the things that happen on TV now? Oh, yeah. Stuff just drops off out of nowhere. It's like, what the hell? What's going on? With, what, what's that all about? I don't know, but Tom, it kind of blows my mind. I could not keep talking if there was another voice in my ear. Like, that blows my mind that they just keep going. Like, I would be a wreck. I would just repeat what they're saying. I'd be like, well, all right, so we've got more traffic on the 15 seconds till commercial. I would have to repeat everything they're saying. <laughs> yes. Like, I am not smart enough to do that. Like, that's crazy. I kind of enjoyed that aspect of, like, this field of work, though, is that it's not, nothing is ever, you go in, it's a cookie cutter day, there's always something that you kind of have to work around and deal with, it's up on the fly, it's keeping you on your toes. Yeah. God, I love this. We're going to go into break here. There are these things that are sent, it's called the Complete Sheet, Wise Brother Media does it, and they send five random facts for every day. And they don't, I don't know, where do they even get these facts? They just kind of research it and they put out the five five random facts for, for today, tomorrow, Friday, whatever. Yes, they're very, very, very random. Like this one. Uh-huh. In Finland, a tradition of getting drunk at home in your underwear is so commonplace, there's a word for it in Finland. It's kalsarikkanit. Kalsarikkanit. The rough t- translation is, I'm pants drunk. I love that. <laughs> what? What the hell does pants drunk mean? I love. I love the idea of being. If I ever start drinking again, that's where I'm going to start. Pants, pants drunk. drunk. Yes. Uh, where's Brittany? Well, she's Calcerick Kennett. <laughs> They'll say, "Yep, that checks yes, out." Yes, she is absolutely. The guy who invented the safety pin in the mid 1800s came up with it because he desperately needed a way to make fifteen dollars to pay off a debt. I didn't know. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Interesting. That's a brilliant. That's a brilliant move right there. I think, don't you think? Yeah, I, that's 
Yes. All right, we got to go to break, but we'll be right back. And, and you know, we got some great stuff coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, no question about that, but a lot of great stuff coming up this hour as well. We'll finish off the five random facts. There are three more of them, but I kind of like, do you like the five random facts? You, if you don't like them, I won't do them. I like them, Tom. I, I think they always bring fun conversation, so I'm in. Okay. AJ, what do you think? Yeah, I'm all for it. I love I love the uh, very niche learning, like we talked about uh, the other day with Amy. Anything that's like kind of off the map, I'm all about it. I agree. That's the one thing I, when people, the one thing I will tell you about radio, and I know we got to go to break here, but the one thing I do not like about radio, and it's all around the world, I'm sure, it's not just in America, I hate it when I can tell you wrote a bit and are performing it on the air right now and trying to pretend you're ad-libbing. I hate that so much because most people are not very good at that. You know what I mean? Pretending, well, yes, this is nothing we worked on. (laughs) 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 You know, it's that deal. Yeah. Anyway, we will take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Coming up at 9 o'clock, uh, Tevin Pittman will be in studio. 9 o'clock also, sports with Score North Judd Zolgad. He'll be on same time, 9 o'clock with Tevin Pittman. Belinda Carlisle will be our very special guest at 9.20 this morning on the show. Great, great hour coming up. We'll take a break. Be right back right after this. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced, professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Today on Hey Culligan, how smart is your water? Here's Tracy. Hey Culligan, I think my water might be dumb. Good news, Tracy. Your water's not dumb. It's just not talking to you. You can make my water talk. No, but the new Culligan Smart Drinking Water System can talk to your phone to tell you when your water filters need changing and help you meet drinking water goals. Now that's some brilliant H2O. You said it, Tracy, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. 
Lowe's MVP's bonus days are back for pros. Right now, buy a DeWalt 20-volt max power stack battery two-pack at $199 and get a select DeWalt Bear tool free. Plus, earn three times the bonus points on all Metabo HPT tools and products. Shop even more savings and bonus points offers during MVP's bonus days at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts if any. Valid 320 through 331. Subject to change. Selection varies by location. While supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details.